Now this year it's been an honor for me to learn with this 12th grade and to struggle with them. And every week we would do something different and we tried to answer the ultimate questions on days. And so it's fitting that, that we give you these blessings and these gifts on Shavuot. Because Shavuot is the time when we ask the big questions, when we talk about receiving the Torah. And the rabbis, they instruct us to read the book of Ruth, which is at the basic level, it seems a bit bizarre to read this book. Because we start off, and what we're taught is that Ruth is this person, and the honor that we give her, it's not about her blood. It's not that she's born Jewish. It's not even about her belief. It's about what she does. It's that she juxtaposes this other character, Naomi, her mother-in-law. And Naomi complains a lot and says, woe is me, and Ruth keeps looking forward about what she can do in the world. It's Ruth who gets up and goes from famine to a place of plenty. It's Ruth who says, I'm the one who's going to go into the field. I'm going to make a new life. And so this is the hope that we have for all of you as you leave from here. Is that our hope is that as you've gone through this journey is that we've taught you that it's not about the blood you are born with or the beliefs that you have, but it's what you do. It's that at 13 we handed all of these students the Torah and we said, this is now the beginning point. And then they came to our high school programs, and Rabbi Jaffe always starts off by telling them on the first day to leave his classroom if they didn't come there by their own choice. And we always lose about two students every year that way. But then the other students know we're serious, and we teach them ethics, and we talk about modern issues and use classic texts. And then this year, over half of this group went to D.C. with me, where we put it all to the test where we confronted them with the biggest existential question we could possibly ask them, and then have them wrestle with it and try to figure out what they do with it, and then to be like Ruth and to figure out that we're not a people who just kvetches, even though we're good at kvetching, but that we actually get up and do something. So my hope for all of you is that you leave this community and you begin to wander, and that you... Embrace that gift that President Shimon Peres spoke about in the main sanctuary, the gift that the Jewish people bring to the world, dissatisfaction. Is that you all look at the world at how it is, and then you move and you fight for it, for how it ought to be. And so it's my honor this evening to invite up one of our incredible students, Talia, to share her thoughts on what it means to leave this home, the home in the dome, and to wander out into the world. Good evening and Shabbat Shalom. This week marks the holiday of Shavuot, the giving of the Torah at Mount Sinai. The period from Passover to Shavuot is a time of great anticipation, during which we count each of the 49 days from the second day of Passover to the day before Shavuot. The counting reminds us of the important connection between Passover and Shavuot. Passover freed us physically from bondage, but the giving of the Torah on Shavuot redeemed us spiritually from our bondage to idolatry and immortality. And I find Shavuot very applicable to a graduation ceremony. As my classmates and I 
transition from a place so grounding and central, such as the synagogue and its community, to places across the country and around the world. Emmanuel really is home base for me. My great-great-grandparents were members here, as were my great-grandparents, my grandparents, and my parents. 20 years, 21 years ago, on this day, Rabbi Peretzwolf Persan married my parents in this sanctuary. Happy anniversary, Mom and Dad. 20 years ago, he named my sister on this bima, and 18 years ago, he named me on this bima as well. I attended preschool here at Temple Emmanuel, continued with Sunday school, and became a bat mitzvah on this bima too. But now I stand here, in this same spot, along with my classmates, prepared to leave the place that we have called home, to become, as our ancestors did so many years ago on this day, a wandering Jew. Maybe I'll just be wandering in New York City, but it's the same thing. <laughs> Yet I've had experiences where, though technically wandering, I have felt grounded and at home among other Jews. Take this crazy scenario. It's the middle of February, and I am in Chapel Hill, North Carolina, walking around the university's campus with the only girl I know there. As we sip on our coffees and stroll along, she asked if I wanted to see the school's Hillel. I said, why not? I don't plan, or I wasn't sure if I was going to join Hillel in college, so I figured I would take a look. She laughed and told me that she was nervous to go in because although she went to a few High Holy Day events in the fall, she hadn't responded to the rabbi's last email about celebrating Shabbat with him that weekend. And truth be told, I could foresee the same thing happening to me. A Friday night frat party, or a night-eating challah, drinking Manischewitz, and arguing about Israeli politics in a Hillel. Anyways, we entered the Hillel, and a man strolled out of his office and introduced himself. Hey, I'm Ari Goss, he said. I'm the director of the Hillel. Hi, I'm Talia. I told him I was from San Francisco, and he laughed and said, no way, I'm also from San Francisco. I told him I went to Temple Emmanuel, and he told me that he'd grown up a few blocks away on Jordan and Ave. Me too, I said, getting excited now. This connection was getting a little weird. As we continued to talk, we found out that we live mere houses away from each other, and even our dogs have an ongoing territorial neighborhood fight each day. But then things got even stranger. Sam Cudaback doesn't happen to be your father, does he? He does. It turns out that my dad taught Ari as a high school student way back in the day. Way back in the day. <laughs> Happy anniversary, Dad. <laughs> so there I was, a wandering Jew, in the middle of North Carolina, and I felt completely at home. And I know that these circumstances are particularly rare, but the feeling of comfort, friendliness, and genuine care and happiness that I felt at that Hillel were unparalleled to any club, organization, or activity that, that I had visited at colleges. I realized that there really is something special about sharing my faith with such intellectual, curious, and open people. And with that comes the feeling that I'm right at home in Temple Emmanuel. We may, we may find ourselves wandering at times in our lives, and for us graduating on this bima tonight, that time is now. Temple Emmanuel and the holiday of Shavuot have taught us that as Jews, we don't always need a synagogue to practice our religion or to, or to feel at home and part of a community. Yet unlike Moses, Today, we won't get a list of commandments handed to us on stone. Instead, in college and beyond, there will be times when we feel lost and confused. But we will have to look no further than a phone call to Ariana Estoki or Rabbi Bauer, 
or even a listen to Marsha singing Sabbath prayer on our iPods because she's already emailed us the MP3. <laughs> Temple is our home base, but as Jews, we're all wanderers and can feel at home amongst each other no matter how far we travel. And on top of that, I'm confident that Temple Emmanuel has prepared me well as I embark on my wandering. Through the ethics classes we have taken on Sunday afternoons, and going to the APAC policy conference, learning how to lobby on issues as difficult and confusing as Iran, Emmanuel has provided us with opportunities to connect with the world around us, and has prepared us to move into this world on our own. And who knows, maybe I'm even ready to choose the Friday night at the Hillel over the frat party. Thank you. Shabbat Shalom.